Star Wars 7x7 episode 1940. It's the age-old debate. Star Destroyer versus Mountain. Which would win? <laughs> And okay, maybe it's not an age-old debate, but it's fun to talk about with your friends and theorize about Star Wars stuff, but when you get to talk to an actual physics professor about how some of these things are possible, well, that's a whole nother level of fun entirely, and we've got more of that on tap for you today. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So yesterday I shared with you part one of my interview with Patrick Johnson who is a teaching professor at Georgetown University and the author of The Physics of Star Wars. Well he and I had a rather long conversation the other day and so I'm doling it out in parts here for you. Today is part two. There's a scene in The Rise of Skywalker where we see a Star Destroyer breaking out of what appears to be ground and we'll explain that in more detail in the actual conversation. So I wanted to know, is this possible and what would it mean for the fate of the Star Destroyer itself? So it turns out that there are some interesting things to think about in that regard, some interesting variables that might affect how possible it is. And that's what I'm going to get into with Patrick today. That's coming up right after the break, so stay tuned for that. And I'm just going to jump right into it, at least from the interview perspective, and we'll cut the interview when we're about to dive into the following topic, which you'll hear about on Sunday. So that just means that right now I want to say thank you so much for joining me for the episode, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. And now we're going to take a quick break, and then afterward, part two of my interview with Patrick Johnson, Georgetown professor and the author of The Physics of Star Wars. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the Asteroid Belt level at patreon.com slash SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com slash SW7X7 and look for the Asteroid Belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com slash SW7X7. All right, so let me ask you about another thing that we saw mm -hmm. just yeah. in the new trailer that uh -huh. happened. Um, we've seen Star Destroyers, and so we know that we're mm -hmm. going to have them, but there is one scene where it appears that a Star Destroyer is breaking out of the ground, and mm -hmm. the closed captioning on it actually says groundbreaking. You know, I was watching it frame by frame to see, is this coming out of water? Is it coming out of, you know, is it ice? Like, yeah. what is it? And it was ultimately the closed captioning that, that kind of satisfied the yeah. the situation for me. Mm -hmm. But it seems like a Star Destroyer encased in rock, yeah. I mean, whether it is actually encased in rock, we don't necessarily know if it's yeah. going from zero to, you know, plowing through whatever mm -hmm. it is, or if it was actually just in motion on its Z-axis and slamming yeah. into this. Don't necessarily know. But uh, from uh, your point of view, how possible is this and how likely is it that a Star Destroyer would actually be able to survive this kind of situation without uh, uh, without being damaged too greatly? Um, so I think it depends a lot on what it's doing uh, right prior to that scene. Yeah. Uh, and like uh, seeing that as well, like my first thought uh, was that uh, it had 
been left on the surface of a very cold planet, like I'm thinking like on a, the surface of Hoth kind of thing, and it was just kind of left back uh, uh, behind somewhere, and it just got super cold, froze over, and then somebody got in it and was like, we're co commandeering this to become uh, our Death Star. So uh, if that's the case, perhaps it's the Rebels uh, flying that uh, Star Destroyer. That would be pretty exciting. Uh, but uh, if you had a Star Destroyer frozen over, certainly it would have enough thrust to be able to break through the layer of ice and emerge, and you might lose some cannons along the way, but like in the scope of a gigantic ship that's like a mile long, uh, losing a few cannons is probably uh, a daily occurrence. So, like there's so many of them <laughs> out there. Uh, so that would be totally possible. And we have ships that break ice. We have submarines specifically designed to break ice on our mm. planet. And like um, there's the uh, science experiment mosaic that's like just frozen in the ice cap right now. And like they specifically uh, put the boat out there, let the ice freeze around it. And they're totally fine with that. Like uh, ice is a very doable thing. Um, if uh, we also know from our history that taking an already moving ship and slamming it into ice might be a Titanic failure, if you excuse the pun. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so like, even if it is ice, shooting a Star Destroyer into it could still be very, very damaging to it. Uh, uh, but like, uh, I mean, we've seen uh, like, uh, just asteroids run into a star destroyer and sure it shakes on the bridge, but like it doesn't do catastrophic damage to it. Uh, like, uh, and most asteroids are just frozen chunks of ice. And so, uh, it wouldn't be an overall catastrophic thing. Um, oh, okay. if it's rock, then there are kind of two possibilities. If it is, there is a surface of rock layered over it. I'm think we have to go back to the archeological approach of uh, the Death Star <laughs> from before of like, if a surface of rock is over it, that has been buried, like uh, either by a whole lot of time or some active process of we want to bury this thing. Um, and I mean, if the layer of rock is thin enough, you could break out of it. But like it looks pretty thick based off of the chunks coming off of there. So that would be pretty challenging. And if you were flying a Star Destroyer into a piece of rock, that's or a piece of rock that big that's not going to go well for that star destroyer that i don't i don't care what's going on like <laughs> uh, that's beyond a titanic failure that's going to be just uh like uh, i would say like star destroyer versus mountain mountain will win every time uh, so like this is just a mountain that has covered it um that it's apparently breaking out of so um my personal thought uh, when I watched the trailer was uh, I don't know what it's called but I there's a scene of uh, what looks like a piece of ice frozen in space where there's the top side and the underside and I was thinking oh maybe the Star Destroyer is frozen inside of that and like that is a thing that like I wouldn't even know what to call it like a planet a moon or just a frozen block of ice in space uh, like we in uh, the scientific community wouldn't have a specific name for that kind of flat frozen thing like most of the frozen balls we see in space are balls and like not a flat surface and so uh like what to call that i wouldn't really know but like whatever it is i was thinking maybe it has a star destroyer frozen inside of it and that would be pretty excited to, uh, exciting to see it break out like that podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.